0: My butt's been wiped.
1: You should never argue with a crazy mama, 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 mama. Cause that
0: all you get for your money. Double dungeon radio show. Double dungeon radio show. It's double dungeon episode 47. Getting close to 50, 50 episodes. Well, not above. yet. Well we've done we've done more than 50 of you. Yeah, are days, we ever
2: but. doing the short show again?
0: Why are you ask me hard questions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Ralph, I, that is Adi. Hi. We are talking. Adi, it's extremely hot out, so... Uh, Super hot. We're in the other room again, Yeah. so people might be able to hear the air conditioner, but I refuse to turn it off. It's like, what, 93 out today?
2: This is amateur hour anyway.
0: Are we going to a cooling center later? Is that where we're going?
2: Uh, I don't think it's considered a cooling center. <laughs> <laughs> Adi. Yes?
0: I have got to find my jingles, first of all. Okay. And then... What's the agenda for, for, for tonight? We have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. I stopped okay. doing that. Remember, we I used to do it, but I, yeah. I just stopped. Yeah, I
2: thought you brought it back for like one show. It's, it's you just didn't like hard.
0: It? it? No, it's fine. I actually like it. It's just hard to remember to do. Okay. So I think, first of all, I think our setup is set up incorrectly because I can see that I'm clipping the microphone. I anyway. don't know what that means. It just means it's too, too hot. My voice uh. is too hot. Adi. Yes. Let's talk about some hot takes. (laughs) The phrase H-E double hockey sticks is stupid. It is. You had never heard it before. I used it at some point, jokingly, ironically, and it's definitely stupid. I don't know where it comes from. I would imagine the Midwest, because that's where they play a lot of hockey, and they also are kind of puritanical in their beliefs, right? That makes sense? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah so i can't say it's still stupid it's up there with like um uh so buttons do you know do you know that one yeah it's up there with that
2: i one. haven't thought about that in forever yeah
0: i, I don't like that one either you cool do be- um, cool beans
2: beans oh yeah like that, oh, one oh, well, that one's weird
0: those are all bad so yeah he so double, double hockey sticks don't say it oh i can hear my phone probably i think that's what <gasps> buzzed i'm gonna turn it off This uh, is a mess. It's all right.
2: It's not going to be for long. We got this. Got it. Okay. Okay.
0: Hot take number two. (laughs) If you are on the train and you're wearing a shirt that says, ask me about vaccinations. It's like, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to promote getting vaccinated. Yeah. And you're on the train. You should probably be wearing a mask.
2: I would think so. Yeah. I forgot about it.
0: We saw a kid. (laughs) He was like, what, 20, maybe? Yeah. 18, 20. And he had a shirt on that was like promoting vaccination, but then he had no, he was one of the few people on the yeah. train that didn't have a mask. And it's like, where's the consistency here, What's buddy? What's happening here? Yeah. So you definitely, I don't know, whatever. Adi. Yes. Hot take number three. Minimalism is stupid. We've already established that, that, that we are maximalists. However. We. We are maximalists. Okay. I'm a maximalist. You just, <laughs> you're just a hoarder. So. Oh. Um. Minimalism is stupid, and I was reading an article about how they are removing the doors from a lot of showers in hotels now, because it's minimalist design to get rid of the door.
2: Okay. Um, so then what happens? It The water said, just
0: splashes all over. I've, I've been is in it one just, of those Is before. it designed
2: in a way where it's not splashing all over the That's place? That's the
0: way that it ideally should be designed, I a see. doorless shower so it really doesn't need however it. I have been in places where I'm like there's water all over the carpet now <laughs> this is terrible because they they just go for the look of being doorless without actually yeah facilitating the doorless I hope life. everyone's careful uh I don't think they are and it's a hotel so you know people don't really don't care about it so it's gross mm. Adi I have, a, I have yes. a what's going on this week are you excited
2: yes
1: uh I'm so excited
0: let's see what's going on with this thing Please ignore that I already obviously sampled these last night. I didn't
2: remember what this segment was for.
0: We stopped at Trader Joe's in Philadelphia. (laughs) We're going to talk more about Philly later. But we stopped at Trader Joe's and I saw on the way out the door, they had a new product advertised. It's Trader Joe's spicy, porkless, plant-based snack rinds. Okay. So it's chicharron. Yeah. Which is my favorite snack by far. I I think without question. Combos are up there, but chicharron like a good really love combos but spicy chicharron snacks oh that's the best um so it's this is spicy not chicharron made from seasoned rice and p with an a yeah p-e-a right that's what it's made of it's gluten-free um okay some people are purported that perfecting the plant-based porkless pork rind was impossible preposterous i'm reading from the back of the bed <laughs> nice so they they talk yeah it's gluten-free 130 mm-hmm. calories for it's 12 fun pieces packaging. so it's like 10 10 calories per piece so i'm gonna give sure. you
2: is it really spicy do i have to try this
0: you have to try it okay so but is it basically like super it looks spicy? like it's basically what it is is it's just like cueros like the the mexican snack that's made of rice okay that's basically all it is but they're like kind of Vaguely pork rind shaped, instead of being like a queto, where it's like perfectly. These are like
2: all right, and you already shapes. you already tried this. Uh, shh, don't remind people. Oh, sorry. Um,
0: so th- it looks like a piece of chicharrón, except it's like just the fatty part. It looks like foam, fried foam. Yeah. Whereas like normally there would be like a little bit of skin on there, hard skin too. It
2: reminds me of shrimp chips. Yeah, it looks like shrimp chips in appearance.
0: All right, let's taste it. So it's crunchy. Yeah, it's like the, it is foamy. It's like the fatty bits, the fried fatty bits, is this the is good. texture. Um,
2: not too spicy.
0: I think it's all right. I think a little that bit. the texture is interesting. It's a little spicy, like you said. It's got kind of a musty pea flavor, though. I think they should just leave the peas out. You want another piece?
2: No, I mean. I think they should just leave the peas. We're out recording.
0: Just leave the peas out next time because it doesn't need the pea flavor. It tastes like pea
1: Yeah, that's all
2: right.
0: That's all right. Yeah, I would. I don't remember how much these were. Probably like three bucks, I would guess. They're all right, but they need to like. They're a little sweet. I'm trying to see if there's any sugar in these. It's got habanero, Maltodex. Would, would
2: you recommend this?
0: I would say if you are. Sorry, it would Yeah, if pipe. you're not,
2: if you're not <coughs> eating you meat-related eat meat, products, if yeah. If you're,
0: if you are, a vegan friend of ours. First time, long time. Um, I would actually <laughs> recommend these as a, s- a snack if you like something a little different than your normal snack.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is all right. I think
0: they're all right. I think, again, I would the f- eat they them could, again. if they were less sweet and leave the pee out, I think it would be better. Mm. But the texture is actually kind of good. It's like a little
1: I'm crunchy, a little
0: chewy. Yeah. Not chewy, but like got a little yeah. to it. So they're good. Yeah. Trader Joe's. Fake chicharron. Nice. Actually, I think that the real ones are cheaper if you just go to the grocery store, but <laughs> whatever. Adi. <laughs> yeah. I think we should talk about... It's actually an update to a previous low-hanging oh. fruit. I think it was last week's even, or two weeks ago. But update, low-hanging fruit.
1: We want some low-hanging fruit.
0: So we talked previously about how Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park were in, they had the desire to buy Casa Bonita, yeah. which is the Mexican restaurant in Colorado that is ridiculously themed has very gross plates. Miguel even called me later to remind me that at Casa Bonita, Uh you order in one spot. It's cafeteria style with with your tray. Right. You order at one spot, and then you walk way down to the end, and there's literally just like a hole in the wall that's like rectangular shaped. And your dish comes flying out of there.
2: It is kind of flying, yeah. And Miguel
0: said that there was like cheese goo all over the edge of the (laughs) hole that very obviously had been (laughs) there a bit.
1: gross.
0: (laughs) So... Uh anyway, yeah, it's got it's definitely got some operational issues that it could update. Like <laughs> yeah. They're very obviously cost cutting on the food cuz everybody's mandated to buy food in order to get in. You have to buy something. Yeah. But the food is just the it's the worst. It's and not again, good. it's like it's unnecessary. Like even if it was the cafeteria level that I was a kid and we had burritos and stuff, even if it was that, I would be much happier than whatever it is they're serving, which is always covered in that gooey yellow cheese. Anyway, long story short, they finally uh, went through today, and so they're 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 buying it. They bought a share of Casa Bonita. I hope it's enough wow. to actually, like, turn it around. I have a feeling they're actually not going to be super involved. I have a feeling it's going to be, like, um, it's a very... Like, common thing for a boxer, for example, to own restaurants or like quarterbacks to own their own steakhouses, but in reality, they're just kind of the name. I think that's probably where they're going to go. But anybody,
1: it's got to change. Anybody
0: trying to revitalize Casa Bonita is exciting because, yeah, you know, now finally you'll have an excuse to go back several times. Oh, I know you love it.
2: I'm going to have to try it, right?
0: I mean, we do have to try. Hopefully, they update. Again, I hope they update the interior and keep it cheesy. Just clean it and get rid of the yeah, of musky scent in are there, just, and oof. yeah. So, Adi.
2: yes. Uh,
0: let's get uh, on with the show. I bit my tongue while I was eating that. I was so excited to eat it. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I bit my tongue. Oh no, Ari. Yeah, we're all going to die. So as you know, the Delta virus is ravaging the country and they're pushing for vaccination, a third shot for all vaccinated individuals. And we have people in the South rising up about mask mandates And sending kids to school, they're going to mandate that you can't wear a mask at school. There's all kinds of very important things happening with COVID, Adi. Sure. I don't want to talk about any of that. Great. I'm tired of it. I am just tired of it. I want to talk about the guy who owns an izakaya Japanese restaurant here in New York. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And was trying to convert his outdoor seating from regular (laughs) outdoor seating into a two-story duplex (laughs) outdoor seating. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is
2: hilarious.
0: (laughs) So where was it? It was in Manhattan somewhere, right? Yeah. And they showed a photo of it. Somebody, Mm -hmm. a neighborhood or a neighbor person took a photo of it and uploaded it online. It's just like a wooden box with seating on the roof and then like two by fours around the side to keep people from falling (laughs) off the top. And once the, uh, the city got wind of the plans, they quashed it. And the guy didn't. That interview. was never.
2: It was just never going to happen.
0: <laughs> the guy did an interview uh, with the uh, whoever was reporting this, and he basically sounded like he thought it was just a bunch of nosy neighbors like getting <laughs> in his business. And he yeah. was like, "Whatever, I got three other restaurants, and I got plans for those too." So it, he sounds like it. I think he's like in his late twenties. So anyway, there's. Hilarious. I mean, like
2: he he had to have known that the whole second floor idea wasn't going to work out.
0: I, th- I I'm just glad somebody tried because it's hilarious. <laughs> How did you, did you even see how to get up there? Was there stairs or do you have to climb up a ladder? I didn't see. (laughs) I've seen. I'm
2: not sure if he got that far.
0: I've seen plans for restaurants in Asia where they save space in a taller ceiling Uh place by having like elevated seating that you have to climb a little ladder to get into. So like you're, if you're sitting in the upper one, you're sitting directly above the person below you. Uh So they're like kind of little teardrop shaped things that you see oh in, interesting upper and lower decks and then the, the server comes up a ladder and gives you your food and then yeah. goes back down the ladder so
2: wow anyway. i don't know how i feel about that that's well, funny
0: still I, I really appreciate that somebody had the gall to try <laughs> yeah. and do a two-story adi <laughs> yes the internet is completely over Did you read anything about this settlement that eBay had to come to with a couple in Massachusetts? No. This story is amazing. Not familiar. This is my favorite news story from like the past several months. Oh. Because it's just so extreme and it sounds like such a ridiculous plot that it can't, it couldn't possibly actually be true. But it is. So what happened is there was a couple and they ran an online e-newsletter that was basically like tips on how to use eBay how to it started out for all kinds of internet sales, but then it, it slowly became as eBay kind of became more and more important mm. they kind of focused more and more on eBay okay um, they gave examples of like how to save money on shipping like I guess the guy that runs it had to ship something so what he did is he went to Greyhound and had them take I don't know what it was take it and they'll they'll take stuff and put it in the hold and it's actually a yeah. very cheap way to do it if you can coordinate with Greyhound and the people that are supposed to pick it up yeah. So just those kind of tips. They also talked a bit about eBay and their changing uh, policies and terms of service and that kind of thing. And they were negative about eBay's changes over the years, but they also weren't exclusively negative. They did some positive stories as well. Okay. eBay did not like this. eBay executives uh, had a released when they were going through the sentencing for the people involved in this. Released text messages. Where uh, the eBay executives were writing that somebody needed to, quote, take her down and, quote, burn her to the ground.
2: Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) So these are like vindictive eBay executives. They're really
2: not having it.
0: The executives oversaw a group of eBay employees that flew to Massachusetts, rented a car, started tailing the couple. And harassing them. They started ordering. Is this real? Yes, this is real. They started ordering um, all kinds of subscriptions to newsletters and stuff so that their inbox was just their email or not email. Sorry, their their mail was just constantly flooded with all kinds of like crazy stuff that you wouldn't want to be receiving. That's nuts. They started sending uh, ordering live insects to the house. They ordered um, books, including how to deal with the loss of your partner. Oh, they ordered a funeral wreath with the name of the husband to be delivered
2: and who's approving this
0: executives at ebay and they even had plans to break into the garage and install a gps uh, tracker on the car so that they could follow them around even more um apparently the couple was terrified of course um they were like sleeping in separate rooms so that if somebody broke in they couldn't get both of them yeah oh, uh, well, that's smart they didn't have like alarms so the lady was putting like all of her baking dishes on a cart right by the door so that if anybody came in it would make a big oh, racket wow yeah but they were like terrified for their lives because they didn't know it was this is As like someone sent a funeral case. wreath this is yeah, like exactly. amongst
2: the other things but that's yeah that's intense so
0: anyway they got a massive settlement it was enormous uh, i actually I should have gotten the exact is amount is this is
2: going to follow them you know for Good chunk of their lives, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, I can't find it quickly. Whatever they, it, it was a very big settlement. I remember. I don't see the exact number. Um, very large, which they deserved because yeah, how this they is
1: go around like doing executive, that
0: Yeah, this is executive from the top down. Like that's ins- insane! Insane, literally yeah. insane. So I think it's and
2: they had employees who were like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'll do this."
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, they're getting paid, so. I would do it. I, that sounds like a fun day compared right, to would. being in the office. Yeah, just ordering reeds and live insects and stuff to somebody.
2: But what if you were? What about the people who are like tailing them? I mean, that's messed up. Yeah,
0: that's pretty messed up. But I, I think I'd probably still do it too, depending right, on what my salary I think I'm was. I'd have to get
2: paid enough to do it. Yeah. Adi. Yes.
0: Social media. It's intense. Stinks. <laughs> This this button on the laptop is starting to go out. After, oh, no. I've had this laptop, what, two and a half years? And Maybe. It's, it's like it was the cheapest laptop I could find that people were like, actually, this has a lot of good components in it for the price. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, the touchpad is starting to go, to, go oh out. Oh, no. so This is going to just happen more and more when we're in our uh, secondary recording location because I don't have the mouse over here. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, social media stings. I cannot take social media anymore because it's literally only a conversation about covid right now everywhere across every platform all that anybody is talking about is covid people are like but the thing is it doesn't matter none of the conversation matters it's the most stupid thing because people just harp on whatever supports whatever they want to say so like nobody's listening to each other so why are we even talking about this i've found a way found a solution anytime anybody starts talking about covid stuff one way or the other I've decided to drown it out with my own personal knowledge of the ESPN released compilation CDs from 1995 (laughs) called Jock Jams. So Adi, anytime anybody wants to talk about COVID from now on, Uh I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about Jock Jams, which is I can, I've read all of the Wikipedias. I used to own them as a kid. (laughs) I can talk about this in length. So if you want to know more about Jock Jams, anybody hit me up. If you want to hear about a so, top 10 Billboard charting compilation CD released in 1996. Hit me up. It's so
2: random. I
0: know. It's Well, that's the thing is that it, I think it takes people off guard how in-depth I can go on jock jams
2: <laughs> that it
0: derails the entire conversation. So this you want to know more about exciting. jock jams? Yeah, it's, it's great. And it's actually, again, it really, I think, disarms people because they're expecting you to feel strongly one way or the other. So if you don't feel about <laughs> it at all, if I feel passionately about jock jams... <laughs> They're going to just have to put up with it and maybe even realize, hey, you know what? Maybe I can just chill a little bit on this COVID.
2: Go listen to some music.
0: Yeah, go listen Go listen to some music. Jock Jams number one is fantastic. It's got the greatest rock anthem of all time, stadium anthem of all time, which we all know was written by Gary Glitter, unfortunately, but it's fantastic. So that's the last track on the CD. Okay. So if anybody wants to talk Jock Jams, I'm right here. Just a lot to learn. Let's do it. Yeah, there's a lot. And if, if you want to know more... Give us a call. No, give us an email. Double Dungeon at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Adi. Yes? <laughs> We're living in hard times.
1: Hard, times. Hard, times. hard times.
0: I was reading just random news articles today, and I came across an article that, just the headline alone made me so angry. It said, uh, I'm going to quote it to you. As Americans pay more for rent, landlords get some relief is the title of the article Um, that I was reading. Yeah. So what's happening is because we've talked about it before, but because all of the housing stock is getting purchased within 24 days is the average, which Mm -hmm. that is not typical. That is really fast compared to how fast a house usually sells. And a lot of people are Uh, selling to companies that are buying for cash over asking price like there was a a house in astoria did you see that one that sold for 1.4 million no it became a bidding war it was it's a tiny little astoria row home two-story sold for 1.4 million when it got put on the market they had nine buyers come in and offer cash over asking price wow a little it's again it's two stories yeah. it looks like you know I
2: can picture like the typical story yeah yeah, yeah. two stories over yeah. over
0: by where single cut is you know what I mean yeah those little yeah. Row homes that's what it looked like um it's just insane right now so what's happening is uh renting is going through the roof as well because people can't afford to buy a house yeah so they're forced to turn to renting Demand so rental prices have gone up eight percent year over year which is finally providing some relief to these landlords as much much needed relief to the landlords is the way that this article was phrasing it um also uh oh what i was going to say is yeah the uh the other number that i thought was interesting is that the rental vacancy rate so unoccupied apartment rentals yeah has dropped in the past three months from five percent of total stock to three percent so what's happening is again the the prices are going higher because yeah. it's supply and demand so uh, they they credit that to the fact that a lot of young workers are moving to big cities, finally returning to the big cities, I should say, from wherever they were working remotely. I see. So,
2: so will this just be how it is, or is it? There's just like people are returning now, and at some point it'll stabilize I, in some way.
0: I don't know, but it could go. I think it's going to go one of two ways, which is that the banks buy up all of the housing stock and convert it over into rentals, or they try to do that but it, they realize how much of a headache it is, and that's why they never did it before.
1: Mm. And then
0: all that housing stock gets put back on the market. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, I mean, I was wrong about uh, housing prices going down because of COVID to begin with. So right, right. I'm not going to make any. It's, <laughs> You're I'm not, not going to make any big statements. not tapping yeah. into my latent psychic abilities for this one. Okay, fair. Adi. <laughs> yes. Cash only. So we're going to talk more about it later, but we went to Philadelphia. Yeah. And we went to a casino. You've never been to a casino. It was
2: my first time. Yeah. I was
0: excited to take you to a casino. I've been (laughs) to a casino in Colorado. I've never actually been to like Las Vegas, but I do want to go really badly. Yeah. I was talking with Dave about it last night. I was like, you know what? As stupid as it sounds, maybe we should go to Las Vegas. It's my 40th birthday this year. I don't want to go for for my actual birthday, but you know, something big, whatever. Yeah. Um, Because I want to go. To Las Vegas, I think I've talked about this on here before. I want to go to Las Vegas. I want to go to the casino called The D, which is off Strip, and play Sigma Derby Racing, which is the vintage mecha- uh, electromechanical—actually, I believe it's solid-state, but uh, whatever—horse racing game where there's little ponies that hobble around the table, and everybody can bet <laughs> on it. I want to play that. So that's what I want to do. But anyway, we were going post to a
2: picture of it or something. We were
0: going to a casino, yeah, uh, in Philadelphia, which is on the waterfront. Part of the reason we were going is I had a feeling we could probably see the water if we went inside and all the way to the other side, which worked out. Um, It was great. We're going to talk more about that in a second, actually, (laughs) when we talk about the trip. Uh, But the thing I really got upset about is that gambling has changed since last time I was at a casino. There was no tokens or coins involved. Everything was cashless. So you can just, like, swipe your credit card to play. (laughs) And then when you win, it makes, like, the jingling noise and then prints you out a stupid paper receipt that you have to go trade in. It's like
2: I don't want to. D- it's a bummer. Just give me the cash. Like what? If, give me a
0: whole bunch of you know. I want I want like a pile of gold treasure to dance around in. I don't want paper. A strip of paper that each one is just printed with a barcode. Yeah, it's it was sad. It was really miserable. Uh, we spent all of what ten dollars on the slots. I think because we played one was five dollars. That was the Price Is Right one. Oh the yeah, big. the big one. Was it Price yeah. Is Right? No, I don't even know. It was uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, and it had the giant yeah. thing that you had to pull, and then we lost it in like one spin. So it was pretty boring. It's but you got like a waste of time. You got to see a lot of depressed people, which I think yeah.
2: Well, we went in the middle of the afternoon, so it wasn't like
0: okay. Uh, wait, I don't want to give it away because there's more. There's more stories about the casino. Okay, All I right. just wanted to cover that we did that. Yeah, casinos being cashless, miserable, absolutely miserable. Adi, yeah. yes. Um. Where are we here? Oh, I read oh. the news. I read the news. I thought it was interesting. Mexico is moving to ban GMO, genetically modified organism, corn. And really? And the, the um, pesticide glyphosate, which is Roundup, I believe. Um, they are moving to ban it. Uh,
2: Mexico is Mexico
0: is Wow Um, Because they are Corn is as you know A giant staple Down there And they are moving To take back Production To their own country Good for them And get rid of cheap Imported Bad quality Corn Um, The American media Is hilarious They're saying This is a loss For Mexico By banning this They're saying like You know this is Basically you're putting A tax on the Mexican people By not allowing GMO corn To come in but again it's like yeah. this is a step that they're trying to take to look out for the welfare of not only their farmers but also their citizens who are eating this corn cuz again Roundup they they yeah Roundup is bad they spray it they literally spray it on the winter harvest to make it ripen up faster the pesticide Oh and then it goes into yeah, the Yeah, I'm not food too
1: familiar.
2: It's bad. I mean I've certainly it's heard the bad. name.
0: Um anyway I think it's very interesting. I want to I want to keep an eye on it. Um Yeah, I want to hear I, more. Yeah, I, I Again, though, this is uh, the way it was being portrayed in the media was hilarious because it was like, you know, this is this isn't right. It's it, they're m- really messing up the people of Mexico that just when they need it the most. Yeah. Do so.
1: you
2: think we have a we export a lot there? Yeah, we do. We yeah. Do. It's, yeah. A so ton of this it. is really significant. Yeah, yeah.
0: And again, it's I don't see the issue. They're, they're trying to take it back so that they can rather than sending money off to the United States, they're going to be providing it to their it's own all, farmers. It's all so, money. That's the issue. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I think it's very interesting. Howdy. Yes. Politics are stupid. So, our governor, Andrew Cuomo, is resigning? He's not resigned, he's resigning. Like, I didn't know you. I didn't know you gotta give two weeks get had the option of giving two weeks notice when you're leaving in disgrace but
2: yeah he's still resigning it's not yeah, like he's been I just think it's impeached funny. already they, and everyone's like he gotta go
0: they announced today that the impeachment of him is uh going to uh cease after he leaves office which mm-hmm. people were confused by because they announced it like right around the time he was leaving anyway. yeah but they said yeah as long as he actually leaves office and they won't need to impeach him um I'm happy about this. I've been I think we've been on the forefront of saying Andrew Cuomo is a jerk this entire pandemic despite people falling in love with him around the country for some reason. Uh, he's just a a big jerk. So I'm glad he's gone.
2: Good in front of the media.
0: Yeah, he's I guess. Remember that um, time remember that time that his his <laughs> nipples were all gross looking? Okay. And, and th- I, we we did we did do a follow up, right? That it was tape
2: we did do a follow-up. He, follow-up which is weird. Kind.
0: Why would you Why would you tape your nipples? I don't know. Weird. Because he's wearing camera, a white t-shirt. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Like, I can't say. Um so you Andrew think will run again? I think he might try. People in the media that I have heard are like, oh, you can't come back from this. And then I was like, wait a minute. Didn't Anthony Weiner come back and try and run again? And then... He tried to, yeah. Yeah, but then even more stuff came out. And then he really couldn't run anymore. I think. So, I don't know. I, I think that... If anybody's going to try it, I think uh, Andrew Cuomo with his giant ego probably would. Um, I hope they do an investigation into his book sales and the possible corruption involved in that. And I hope that people don't forget how terribly he handled like the nursing homes here yeah. just because he's out of office for a completely different thing. Like, that was still terrible. He did a bad job. So um, I also have a major bone to pick with him. Okay. I think now that he ha- is uh, fallen from grace, it's time that we as New Yorkers rise up and demand that the bridge be renamed the Tappan Zee Bridge.
2: Oh, for sure.
0: Instead of the Mari- Mario Cuomo. Uh, or, uh, you know, they can leave Mario Cuomo on there, but it's the Tappan Zee slash Mario Cuomo Bridge. It's
2: not a hybrid name at all, it's just a straight up name change.
0: Uh, i don't recall they call it on the radio whenever they announce yeah. it on the radio they say the cuomo the Mar- that's it Mar- oh, cuomo bridge. that's too bad so and i didn't like them that they changed it anyway because tappan z is named after the tappan indians that or yeah. i should say tappan native americans that lived in that area uh the the dutch that settled there named it after them and then they named the bridge after the name after them and then they just came in and wiped it out and named it the Mario Cuomo Bridge. And yeah, I, I was surprised he that that
2: was a the bridge they selected to
0: remember. They change. they like uh, they kind of forced the workers to complete work early so that he could drive an old Model T or something across.
2: <laughs> I forgot about that? I forgot about whatever was happening. Yeah, there. it was it was ridiculous. I also don't think I was paying too much attention because yeah, was, I was upset was about the name. They just
0: um, just just make it the Tappan Zee first, Cuomo second. So seems reasonable. That's what I think. Adi. Hmm. Yes. It's a conspiracy. So do you know much about Plum Island?
2: Nope.
0: So Plum Island is a small island located off of Connecticut. Okay. That is host to a government facility. What does that government facility do? I don't know. Biological research for animal pests and yeah. uh, diseases.
2: Oh, Plum Island.
0: Yeah, Plum Island. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now, why, why, would I, why would I be bringing up that there's a government facility studying uh, animal diseases?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
2: um,
0: there's a very famous town. Actually, the town itself is not super famous. The incident that occurred at the town is famous, where a lot of uh, citizens of the United States started coming ill with a disease that had never been seen before. And this disease causes lots of cramping. Like your body literally will fold in half and you won't be able to unfold yourself. Um, Headaches, all kinds of physical ailments all over your entire body. Right. And this town is called old Lyme, Connecticut. And they renamed the disease Lyme disease. And so this Lyme disease started in a town 13 miles away from Plum Island which again is a biological research facility.
2: All and right.
0: now, who was in charge? Is of... this a
2: conspiracy segment? Yes. Okay, sorry, I forgot for a moment if that. <laughs>
0: so who... <laughs> let's let's see. So what what, right. what what were they doing over at that biological research facility that was located so close to Old Lyme? Well, the uh, person in charge was a former Nazi brought over to the United States for medical research in Operation Paperclip. Which remember, I just gave that book away to the the free book sale. Yeah. Um, So Operation Paperclip, they brought Nazis over. They did good science for us. We went to the moon because of their research. But these are literal Nazis. The one that was in charge of Plum Island uh, specialized in uh, disease born by ticks. Oh. And so he was very likely doing some research over there about diseases born by ticks. And uh, he, in particular, was looking at ticks and birds. Yeah. So... You might be thinking, so how does the the tick get 13 miles across the water over to Old Lyme? Well, Plum Island is the nesting site to hundreds of different species of birds that would then possibly pick up a tick that escaped from a lab and bring it over to a town called Old Lyme where the tick would bite people and give them this this new disease. And apparently, the bacteria that causes Lyme disease is extremely complex and unrelated to any other bacteria that we've seen in nature. Really, so very well, interesting.
2: I mean, what do they say about the origins uh, of uh, Lyme disease? You know, it was just a naturally, it's naturally occurring, occurring. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. so um, and it's something then, that happened. I see. So, uh, just to keep it in the conspiracy segment. Sure. I also wanted to make sure that we talk about the very obvious genetic modification that they're doing to strange creatures on the plum island
1: including the montauk
0: monster which washed ashore in montauk that
1: was, isn't that
2: just like some really swollen dead animal
0: yeah it was a swollen dead animal exactly a ghoulie some kind of ghoulie that these nazi scientists like, on plum island accidentally it escaped Adi. it was oh. speaking it spoke to the people that found it,
2: no, it didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about
0: <laughs> anyway so the the whole thing is like a conspiracy theory but it's like yeah. kind of one that you know is one of those where it's like i don't know maybe
2: but you know yeah. I, I
0: definitely portrayed it in the worst possible light
2: of course <laughs> um,
0: and i will again say that the guy was a nazi because he was a nazi so
2: also not great yeah
0: yeah anyway so that's because i i mentioned it when we were in long island about lyme mm-hmm. disease originating near montauk and you had no idea what i was talking about i, so. I did
2: not yeah
0: so if you need to know more about this, just definitely Google Montauk monster and tell me that's not a swollen ghoulie that washed up on shore. Adi.
1: Yeah.
0: I think we should, um, let's, uh, see if we got any, any emails this week. If people want to, they can email us double dungeon at hotmail.com. DoubleDungeon at Hotmail.com. We did receive an email this week. Really? We received an email. Yes. It says, Hey, Double Dungeon. I was waiting with anticipation for your most recent show and your answer to the email I wrote you. But apparently you did not see it. Or maybe you did not want to. Oh, no. Because I asked again about evidence that Donald Trump was wearing Joe Biden's face. What? Did it get sent to your spam folder? Or maybe Donald Trump kidnapped you and is now wearing your face.
2: This is intense. We
0: may never know.
2: Did we get this email? Bye! What, wait.
0: <laughs> I believe this was from Mike. What? Um, I, what
2: is even happening? I didn't
0: see an email about it, so maybe it did get bounced to the spam folder. I don't know. Did but you check the spam? I, we've talked about this before. I thought that, that Donald Trump is wearing Joe Biden's face. There's like... Ten different people who's oh, wearing. Oh yeah, we have. There's talks, so many people wearing yeah. other people's faces that I can't keep track of who's actually who anymore. Fair, but, um, I guess. <laughs> so, Joe Biden being Donald Trump wearing Joe Biden's face is not very plausible to me, and the reason is Joe Biden is a completely different size and physical. Yeah, I was just thinking stature. the body type. Yeah, and also uh, Donald Trump is still out making appearances, so I'm not sure how that works. Now, Joe Biden being. Joe Biden's dead brother who died months before the election wearing Joe Biden's face. That one makes a little more sense.
1: Does it though?
0: Maybe Joe Biden didn't make it through the primaries and then all of a sudden they need a new Joe Biden. They put him in the basement. Remember when he was in the basement in the bunker for months or whatever that was? I
2: mean, I don't...
0: so that the stitches on his face could recuperate.
2: Okay, this is a lot. <laughs> Did we answer the question in the email? <laughs> uh,
0: we at least covered the email. Okay, it, all right. Adi.
1: What? Yes.
0: We also take phone calls. If people want to give us a call, our phone number as always.
1: Two, eight, one, three,
0: three, oh. So we received uh, two phone calls from the same person. I am going to play them now.
1: Hi, this is Australia, and I have a song two. Song two? Share. Like Blur. <laughs> and I'm gonna sing. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken and macaroni, rolling with my homie. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ofi uh, has a shirt that has her wizard name on it, which I think is Warlock Loco. Okay. That's and a great wizard name. it's airbrushed with, uh, it's, you know, written in that airbrush script with like rainbows and a unicorn, a black unicorn shadow Amazing. on it. Um, and she wears it with Kati. They have like matching, I don't remember Katy's name. Katy, call in and let us know your yeah, wizard name. Yeah, let us have... um, But yeah, I'm pretty sure Ofi's is Warlock Loco. Um So I'm hoping that they sing that while they're wearing their matching wizard tees. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: She did call back again. So we have another song to listen to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here it is.
1: Hi, this is Ophelia and I have another song. What? What do you do when you have to take a poo in an English country garden? Hold on your pants and suffocate the ants in an English country garden. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that was amazing right. i i like that one a lot good job Ophi. Adi.
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm glad we got calls <laughs> those are good those are great Adi. yes
0: i think we should uh sell out
1: i've got the brains you've got the looks let's make
0: we went to Coney Island on Thursday, Wednesday, whatever day we went to Coney Island.
1: Sorry. We had a great
0: time. We showed up a little later than we meant to, but things were still just opening up when we got there on the actual boardwalk. Not, I mean, the beach is obviously open. Um, We uh, went to Nathan's. I have a story about that that I will tell in a later segment. Uh, We walked around. I played some coin pusher. Their coin pushers were broken, like very not maintained. Like the, the coin pusher wasn't even straight, like pushing straight. Oh. It was like pushing at angles. Yeah. The coins kept getting stuck in there. Whatever. It was still fun. I still put probably, you know, $70 in there. Um, I bought a t-shirt for the bumper cars. Uh, that was great. Um, what else? Uh, we ate at Nathan's. I already said that, right? I got my banana pistachio swirl ice yes, cream cone. Yes, did. And most important. We rode Dino's Wonder Wheel. <laughs> Had you ridden Dino's Wonder Wheel in a while? It, it's been last a long time. time. It's a, I, I don't rode know, it. probably a decade. Wait, didn't I take you on it before? Yeah. That was 10 years ago?
2: I don't know, it was a long time ago. So, Wonder We've Wheel, definitely done it before.
0: Wonder Wheel is definitely my second choice of ride, $10 ride at Coney yeah. Island. I would rather have ridden the, the Cyclone, but you didn't want to go on the Cyclone. I and I don't blame you for, for not that, wanting yeah. to go on the Cyclone because you literally take your life into your hands when you ride the Cyclone yeah. every single time. <laughs>
1: um But I was,
0: I was willing to compromise. We went on the Wonder Wheel. I asked you, would you like to ride the stationary white cars, which go around the outside of the... It's called the Wonder Wheel for a reason. Yeah. Because it's amazing. And it's a wonder. That's it's great. one of the eight wonders of the world. If you ask anybody, they know it's the Wonder Wheel is one of them. Um, so the outside of the wheel, the large diameter has white stationary cars that just go around in a circle like a normal Ferris wheel. But the inside is mobile. The cars are on kind of a track that kind of winds in a serpentine in and out Mm -hmm. pattern all the way around the wheel. So what happens is you get in the car and it stays in one spot until you get about halfway up the wheel, at which point the inside winding path of the car Allows it to swing forward yeah. rapidly and then up the curve of the serpentine path on the inside. So you really, like, shoot forward and then all of a sudden it rocks you up into the air. And it's terrifying because this this ride is, like, made from the in the 20s, right?
2: I, I don't know. Yeah,
0: Wonder Wheel made in the 20s, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure. sure. Um, we did see a sign that said, in 95 years of operation, they've never had an accident, which mm-hmm. I do not believe at all.
2: <laughs> I know you don't. I
0: absolutely think somebody got squished underneath one of the cars Aww. or a finger, you know, knocked off. I
2: believe them, kind of. I
0: don't believe them. I don't believe them for a second. But the Wonder Wheel, it was fantastic. You were terrified.
2: Yeah, I don't like heights.
0: You, For some reason, you were, like, interested in writing it still, though?
2: Because I know I've, d- I've done it at least twice before and yeah. i know i enjoyed it
0: i asked you i said do you want the stationary yeah. one or the mobile one and but, you were like oh i don't know whichever and yeah, i was like all right be lame and stationary oh so. i would have taken you and that would have been fine no
2: i it's just because i remember having done the swinging ones before yeah. and i know that they're fun
0: yeah they're 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 pretty good you know the, the swinging ones are featured in the movie remo williams which is a not great action movie starring fred ward from uh tremors Okay, If you know that guy, he's this action hero and uh, his, I can't remember who the, the, he has a, like a mentor that's teaching him to be an action spy hero guy. And for some reason it's played by not Roddy McDowell, but it's like some other white actor and they make him into an Asian guy with like prosthetic makeup. It's really bad, but uh, he's training him on the Wonder Wheel and he's standing on top of the mobile cars. So they're like swinging back and forth, like attacking him okay it's it's a it's a very intense i feel like i have to see this it's really good um at least that's that part is good yeah yeah. the movie itself is just okay it's it's kind of forgettable um anyway so dino's fantastic wonder wheel yeah um give us some free tickets because ten dollars each is kind of a lot especially because again i think they shortchanged us i think you're supposed to go around more than just twice so like we we loaded in we rode, you know but that's the thing is you we loaded in we rode around for a bit they kept loading the other sides loading 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 and then the ride was over. And I was like, that's not. No, it's supposed to go for a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's supposed to be just a little bit it. where it's just going. Yeah. So I think four four times around is reasonable. So.
2: Yeah, you want to be on there for like half an hour? No, four. But- <laughs> times.
0: That's what I'm saying. You load up.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You go three loops and then you stop. That's it.
2: You so. wanted one extra loop.
0: We barely had loaded in, but, you know, yeah. they were done loading the thing and then it was time for us to get out. So I don't know whatever but still it's great it's a good ride Sponsor it's very us. classic great it, especially you. they there's like a ton of other new rides in that area now they yeah. they're just cheesy looking they're really cheesy looking i don't want to ride any of that crap so oh,
2: you want to go on the cyclone and the wonder Wheel.
0: the cyclone and the exactly i don't want to ride any of these tubular steel roller coasters then i don't care like even if they had like the dragon thing or the the viking longboat uh-huh like if they had that i would go right on that they i do not see one of those. i didn't see it oh. it might be in the park in the yeah i think it might be but i would ride that that's a classic ride that's what i want i want classic rides i don't need like six flags is over in new jersey if you want to ride something a little fancier just go over there so anyway but it was fun wonder Wheel's good yeah uh, i did the shooting gallery as well dino's shooting it was haunted ghost shooting gallery <laughs> um which was one dollar but then the zombie one was $2, so I don't quite understand what was going on with that. I don't know. The The haunted one was actually more exciting than the zombie one looked. So, I don't know. Whatever. Coney Island. It's fun. Woo! Adi. Yes? My tongue is still hurting from when I bit it. Adi. Oh. <laughs> I have my eye on somebody. <laughs> I was visiting you at work, and I was watching an infomercial came on. You guys have big TVs. An infomercial came on, and as you know, I love infomercials, but I have seen a lot of them in my day. They tend to exaggerate just how good the product is and just how stupid the average person is Mm -hmm. in order to make a sale. So I missed the actual name of the product because I was so taken aback by this overly deceptive advertising. So what it was, was it's a personal groomer for men. It's a trimmer. It kind of looks like a Sharpie with a little tiny thin articulating blade, like a a buzzer blade on it. And so you can trim, like they show guys trimming their facial hair. They show them trimming the, the neck hair down, trimming between their eyebrows. And then they showed a black guy doing a perfect skin fade with this little trimmer. And the guy was like, I save so much money by doing it myself, doing this perfect skin fade yeah. with this tiny little pencil-sized trimmer. <laughs> this is the biggest lie I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh my if gosh. you know anything about skin fades, even professional barbers, like you have to be good to do a skin fade and make it not look terrible. Um, so saying that you can do this by hand, by yourself, is it's impossible. It's literally impossible. You're going to make a mess of your head. You're going to make a mess of yourself. Yeah. Everybody's going to laugh at you. You're gonna feel terrible. Oh, and you're oh. gonna need a refund. You're gonna just have to buzz your whole head. Which I mean is probably you know actually ex- if they just said, Oh, I buzz my head with this thing every day, I'd be like, Hey, you know, You'd that's, be like, okay. that's believable. But a skin fade is that's not happening with this little tool. <laughs> so
1: Challenge it,
0: that's definitely the, the most flagrant lie I've ever seen on an infomercial. Wow. Yeah. So
1: That's
2: funny. Adi. Yes.
0: I have uh, let's talk about a um, story from our life. So, we went to Coney Island on Wednesday. We went to Philadelphia last week. We've been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Getting checking off a lot of checklist items, right? Yes. Uh, so we went to Philadelphia. Um, you went? No, we went together on this one, right? We rode the bus together. That's correct.
2: Yes. On the way. Um,
0: On the way. The bus was very empty. We took Megabus, which is actually nice because it's a double-decker bus. So there's plenty of room. We didn't have to sit near anybody. Um, So that was fine. We got off of our bus in Philadelphia. It drops you off right by the Liberty Bell. Mm -hmm. We got off and uh, within 10 or 15 minutes of being there, I saw a very obviously high guy on some kind of drugs, stumbling around with a handful of syringes. And he was extremely happy. He was like counting how many syringes he had.
1: Oh, man. And then he put them
0: in his shirt pocket and was walking, like stumbling <laughs> around. Um, so that is very par for the course for my experience in Philadelphia. Um, we went and got coffee. We went to a place in Reading Terminal Market, yeah. which is kind of miserable. I kind of hate going there. Um, I it's the lighting. I think I think you're right. I think the lighting is, lighting just is bad.
2: Yeah. Um
0: but it's also, you know, it's like tur- it's a touristy thing. It's not something I necessarily would want to do, but we got in kind of late and we wanted coffee and that was the only coffee place that was open because Starbucks was like which is also not somewhere I want to go was not even open that day, right? They, they had like a handwritten sign saying yeah. they
2: closed early.
0: <laughs> so we walked over to the ter- Reading Terminal. We went in, there's a place called Old City Coffee yeah. in the Reading Terminal. It was excellent. I was Blown it was away by how good because I I said oh do you guys have cold brew and the guy was like no we have a we have a just iced coffee and I was like because eh, usually iced coffee I don't like it I think it's it's just a, the regular coffee plus ice so it ends up tasting really watery yeah. this was not this was very good dark chocolate roasty flavor very bold it was excellent um, no milk
2: I remember you're super
0: impressed yeah I was I, very impressed and it was like a regular price you know yeah so um, that was very good. We met up with uh, some people that I know from another podcast, uh, right. Grimsteak and Lady Eboshi. That's not their real names. That's their, which I didn't show up and I was like, I don't even know your real name. So <laughs> it's for the best. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so we went out, we ate uh, pho and uh, you had a some kind of seafood bowl over fried rice or not fried rice, fried noodles.
2: Yeah. It was all right. It was, actually, it was, it right. was
0: good.
2: Um, I'm glad we went. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, they, that were, was good. they were
0: very nice. They weren't. Nearly as weird as I was expecting them to be. Um, oh, no.
2: That means we were the weird ones. We were definitely oh, the weird no. ones.
0: Um, they gave us a ride to our Airbnb, which was very nice of them. Thank you so much. Yes, that was excellent. Um, what else? Then the next day we went and we got our Philly-style bagels, which yes. we still recommend from the place called Absolutely Philly-style recommend. bagel. recommend, yeah. That's the name of it, right? Philly-style bagels, yeah. yeah in and fish again, town. the reason we like them is that bagels here, we've complained about it before, bagels here are swollen, cakey blobs they're not like a real bagel anymore. These are smaller, denser, chewier, and absolutely covered in toppings. So they're excellent. Go get a Philly style bagel if you're in Philly. They're what? They're north of Fishtown or are they in Kensington?
2: They're in Fishtown. Oh, okay. I was looking at a map just two days <clears throat> ago. Yeah,
0: um, we were walking around a lot. We saw all of the new buildings. We've been going there for what, like seven years or something?
2: Something like that. Yeah, yeah. for a while now.
0: Yeah, and that neighborhood of like Fishtown and Northern Liberties has changed so much. They keep putting in more and more condos. People the developers are just buying up an entire city block of yeah, tiny houses, blocks. raising the entire block, and building hundred condo units on that instead. Yeah, it's but intense. It's like we talked about how it feels like it's just some kind of like the only people in charge here are the architects and the real estate developers. Because they are they're building these giant condo buildings that take up literally all the way to the sidewalk and Philly has very narrow sidewalks to begin with they go all the way to the sidewalk four stories five stories tall 100, 100 units but then there's zero infrastructure improvement the streets are still terrible there's no parking it's i, I can't believe they're getting away with this it's it's atrocious those buildings yeah, are going to have to they're um, huge and they're, yeah, you can see whether they're 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 building there's one that has been there, there a few years that is like a dorm it's like th- basically like three dorm buildings and then a quad in the center yeah but again it's like there's no city planning involved there's no grass in there it's just a big paved space there are some plants but they're not first of all it's not even that many it's pretty sparse but number two honestly like, you can't even get near them they're behind a like a fenced off thing so just miserable it's
2: really weird it doesn't yeah it doesn't seem yeah very homey for for the people who are even living there.
0: Exactly. There's no, and again, there's no. You know, like bike even lanes. if it's not
2: for me as an outsider, it doesn't seem right, really, for them either.
0: They're not. They're not improving bike lanes. They're not adding crosswalks. They're not. It, there's just zero infrastructure yeah. improvement. Um, it's weird. So what else did we do? We went. Uh, oh, and then the last thing is I was gonna I was gonna surprise you. I was gonna take you to L Bar, which is mm-hmm. a very divey bar, but they have karaoke on Mondays. It said. So I was surprising you. This was like a big surprise. We were going to go see karaoke. Um, We show up and they are closed, even though they've been advertising online that karaoke's on Mondays. We got
2: outdated information. I
0: guess. So we were very disappointed. We were walking around, hanging our heads in shame for being karaoke-less. And we were looking in all these other places and they all looked miserable. And finally, (laughs) on the way back to our Airbnb, we looked in one last place that was a sports bar. Yeah. But we looked in and it was basically completely empty except for one group of very artsy looking younger kids. And you were like, Let's try it. This this place looks like it might be cool. So we went in and Potential. it was it was sports bar, but everybody in there was like artsy. It was very bizarre. Yeah,
2: you're like, Why are they here for a sports bar? So we sit at the feel en- right.
0: We sit at the end of the bar, I ordered a porter which was hot and flat, so it was kind of gross. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and so we're sitting there and just looking around, and then a very large woman walked in the door and was like where's the karaoke at and the bartender was like oh it's upstairs on the second yeah. floor and we were like
1: yay karaoke woo <laughs> Ooh,
2: so stumbled into it
0: again so first floor is sports bar we walk upstairs and it is the ceiling is lower there are couches lining both sides of the walls there's a little mini bar which is just a guy standing up there with a bucket full of beers and ice there's curtains <laughs> and karaoke. And there's like, what, 20 people up there? Something like that? There was a birthday party going on.
2: Yeah.
0: And so it was karaoke. But it was karaoke that was being run by a lady that I guess um, used to work in music uh, critis- critic. She was a music critic for a local okay. Philly paper. yeah. And so the they she had her own custom list of music. It wasn't just like the generic that you had to access. First of all, their website stinks because it was so big that it just wouldn't load on the phone very yeah. easily.
2: Just like a big file.
0: But it should have just been text right text loads like inst- you know text only doc like a dot doc or whatever yeah. it would load instantly doc. dot txt whatever yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, be it would it. load instantly so that's what they should do but um they had it, amazing like selection was incredible uh they had like the unicorns which i've never ever seen on any karaoke list yeah ever. that
2: was surprising for sure so,
0: um so we sang a lot of karaoke it was fun we met uh, a lot of interesting people uh including the guy that Refused to keep his shirt on. He was kind of a bloated oh, yeah, mess. I wouldn't say
2: we met him, but... <laughs> he,
0: he definitely came over to us yeah. several times.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. He wanted to... He was it.
0: rolling there around on the floor. He had no shirt on. Yeah. He had a big beard and a big gut. And uh, at one point... Really didn't friends, want a shirt. His friends convinced him to put his shirt back on. Yeah. And you were taking a bet as to how long it was going to be before he took his shirt back yes. off. Yes. And he took yeah. it off mere moments later. So...
2: Definitely within the... 10 to 15 second mark Um, yeah
0: yeah so anyway it was a good trip though we had a a good trip back Um, my seat on the way back unfortunately was pre-booked and it was a little busier but not that busy like it was busy enough that I couldn't really move without being right next to somebody I see and my seat was completely soaked the floor was in some kind of cleaning fluid like a pink cleaning fluid
1: it was just like sloshing
0: around all over the place (laughs) And the couple across from me, their feet were also, like, it was, I'm not kidding, it was, like, maybe a quarter inch of this cleaning fluid just, it, like, why sloshing was there so around. was so much? It, I don't know. It didn't, st- it didn't smell. It was just, you know, you could just tell it was, like, some kind of sanitizing solution. Yeah. So it wasn't the worst, but it was just still really bizarre how much there was.
2: Yeah, like, it's nice that they're sanitizing yeah. the area, but, like, wow. Yeah. If you have people coming on right away, that's... That seems like a lot. So
0: it's it, it. These bus trips, it's I'm always either right next to the toilet, or I might as well be in the toilet.
1: <laughs> oh the no! Cemetery. Oh yeah, your track record's not great.
0: Adi. <laughs> yes. Um. Everybody is stupid, but me. I was doing a little reading about um, the top-selling vehicles in the United States. Did you know that of the top 10 best-selling vehicles, five of them are trucks?
2: I did not know that.
0: Five of the top 10 vehicles are trucks. And the F-150 has been the top-selling truck for like 44 years in a row. So that's interesting, particularly when you think about how people complain constantly about gas prices being high and about how you know auto emissions are causing global warming whether you believe that or not, which I'm sure a lot of truck owners don't. But still, it's something that you would think people would take into consideration. And the auto manufacturers allegedly are. They keep putting out these smaller cars with great gas mileage. But if your number one selling vehicle is the F-150, how much progress are you really making here, guys?
1: Mm.
0: So uh, I think that's interesting. But I did a little further reading, and a study came out this year that found that 75% of truck owners use their truck to tow something one or zero times per year, which I would assume the majority is zero times per year. And 30, a full 35% of people who buy a truck don't ever use the truck bed.
2: Really? Towing.
0: In a, in a given year, I should say.
2: Yeah.
0: 35%. So it's over wow. a third. Don't use a truck bed, even to haul like groceries around.
2: Wow. So that's what a... are we doing
0: here, guys? Like this yeah, is,
2: do you need a truck?
0: You don't. I, people are stupid. That's the, everybody's stupid with me. That's oh, the that's entire percentage. So we were walking around earlier and I saw a Toyota truck from probably the late eighties and you were like, Oh, it's so cute. But I was yeah. like, you know, if trucks were that big, like there were little Datsuns that were coming out last time there was a gas crisis in the seventies, mm-hmm. little tiny trucks. They called them toy trucks. Um, that totally like, if you want to get a truck and never use a truck bed, there you go. That's, that's the truck uh, for you. Good option. Yeah. But instead you just have idiots who need to have a truck for some reason. And then never use a truck bed. So, just dumb. Adi. Yes. I have a story about our friends. A
1: friend's a friend. Who knows what being a friend is? Talking with a friend. As friends, we were always so close, but so far away.
0: So my former co friend, Joe, Needed to do some reshoots for the movie that I'm going to be in. Oh, yeah. Which is going to come out at some point, allegedly. I don't know Exciting. that it actually is. So the movie ended up being like 65 minutes, I think he said, okay. something like that. And he wants to get it up to 70 minutes so that it can be considered a feature length thing for submission to festivals.
1: All sorts. Yeah. yeah
0: to festivals. Um, so he needed to pad it out a little bit. So he had more scenes that we just didn't film because he thought they you know cut for time or cut for production sure um so he added one more scene back in that stars me as a you know the mexican dishwasher guy and uh we had to go reshoot it in dumbo which is uh a section of brooklyn under the manhattan bridge and uh we went to go shoot it he had shot in a cobblestone alleyway that was behind a restaurant and that was in january of 2020 that we did that so is that right fall of 2020 january 2020 was the last shooting but the point is in the time since he did that shoot in 2020 to now the building got knocked down and there's (laughs) now a coffee shop that's like very different looking that's on that corner That's so wild so we had to shoot facing the other way in the same alley um anyway so he he this this scene that he wanted to shoot for some reason, I had like the most lines ever in this two-page sheet. So <laughs> two pages is like two minutes of screen time, but the majority of that is me talking, and it's like I can't. I'm not an actor. I don't know how to memorize lines. Well, you
2: are now.
0: So I spent a lot of time. He kept bothering me constantly, like, "Hey, did you learn those lines Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, did you learn the lines? And I, I actually was. I was telling. I was jokingly telling him that I hadn't even looked at it, even though I was actively studying, trying to learn these lines. Yeah. And I spent the last couple of days just really cramming and making sure I had them all down. Um, but the problem is he changed the day of the shoot the way that it was supposed to be broken up. It was supposed to be like a shoot of me talking to a guy and
1: mm-hmm. then a
0: break and then us shooting with a third person and then like a, a kind of a re- recall scene where somebody appeared and we were talking to them and then yeah. back to the me talking to the guy. But he broke it up or he he put it all together so that it was just one long monologue or dialogue I mean between the two (laughs) actors and so I had memorized it in these chunks
2: in that particular fashion yeah yeah and
0: so then we got to it and I was like oh man every time we got to the part with the break I couldn't remember to transition to the next part
2: oh no so it
0: was it was kind of bad I kind of blew it I had to ask for my lines several times a lot of times but we got through it sorry uh we got through it he was very happy with the performance because there's, oh, so. there's like a, he kind of changed it up to make it more comedic, I guess. Okay. And I, you know, was giving him a crazy exciting. face and he liked it. So <laughs> at some point this movie is eventually going to be out. I don't even remember the name of it. Can't yeah. wait. It's going to be on uh, Amazon, I think is what he's he's aiming for. Oh man. Oh, but the most important part of this entire thing is that Joe bought, he sent me with his credit card to go get coffees for me and the other guy that wanted coffee. Uh-huh. And I went in and to the coffee shop, the new place that got built. Right, the new building. They had a pastry which I forget the name of, but it was like a mix between a croissant and a Danish, with like a little sugar glaze on the bottom. Mm-hmm. It was actually very good, um, very just Crain-ish mild. Descent. It was good, um, but I set it down for literally five minutes to go do something, and I yeah. came back and it was just absolutely swarming with ants. <laughs> I had eaten maybe a third of it, and then it was just covered in ants, um, which. Leads me to, remind me later, there's a segment where I'm going to wonder, where were these ants? How come there's no ants on this thing? We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> Adi. Yes? Uh, I have some people talking about a glitch, and I think it's hilarious. So my pillow, Mike Lindell... Hosted a three-day symposium. Did you know about this? A I definitely symposium did not. Presenting all of his evidence of election interference and tampering in okay. the digital election with
2: pillow discounts.
0: Yes, there were pillow discounts. Oh. That was what I actually. Oh, wow, wanted to really? Talk about. Oh. So in the ad for his symposium, which was called a frank discussion, I believe was the name of it. Okay. Um, he had a promo code for pillows. That's amazing. <laughs> so he was. That's
2: a businessman.
0: It's how do you? How, like, how do you not realize that that is taking away from any seriousness that you're trying to have in your frank discussion by offering a promo <laughs> code for your pillows?
2: Um, I'm not sure that it's hilarious.
0: Um, anyway, so the, this conference was not anything major. What they mostly were talking about is that they theorized that the the routers that were used for vote tallying were actually open to the web at one point in time. Mm-hmm. it's it's not very compelling information also it's like nine months later it's like it, yeah what, what how i don't know whatever ah dumb but yeah still wow. he had a he had a my pillow coat i thought it was hilarious that is funny adi yes i have a story about somebody who is not me being up to no good being very bad <laughs> So I went for a run about a week ago, and when I go for a run, I take a shower afterwards. And I normally, when I take a shower, I leave the door open because Mookie likes to come in and watch the water. She literally will just watch the water cascade down the glass door. Yeah. She likes watching that. Moving it. It's what she does. Sometimes she'll sniff my t-shirt, which is weird, like the armpits of the t-shirt.
2: And She's a cat. She, yeah. She yeah. really likes,
0: you know, smelling. It's stinky. I get, cats like that. Um, so I had the door open. I'm taking a shower. I look over, Mookie's smelling the armpits of the running clothes, like she always does. I go and I'm shampooing. I look back <laughs> over and she's sitting right in the middle of my gym shorts, which were sitting on the ground, and being very still, very suspiciously still. And I was like, Mookie, Mookie, what are you do? Mookie, no! Mookie, no! <laughs> she, for some reason, she decided to pee in my gym clothes. Oh, that was
2: so awful.
0: And it was like all over the place. So I like stopped to shower real quick, op- opened the door. <laughs> And I was like, again, you're not supposed to yell at cats. Cause yeah. Then it, but she immediately is like hissing at me and running away, like yeah. running around like a little wild cat. Stress,
2: like, stressed out kitty.
0: Yeah. But I was like, no, no, no. I picked up <laughs> the clothes. They're sopping wet. She peed so much in oh, my that's clothes.
2: that's so gross. So I had to. That's such a bad cat. I monkey. took them. I
0: rolled them up in a dirty towel. I yeah. cleaned up the whole floor. I had to go do laundry immediately. I just, what what was she thinking?
2: I don't know. She's never
0: done that before. She
2: hasn't. Yeah. I should
0: say she's never peed on anything before. There's been several poop incidents, including the one that occurred on December 31st of 2020, yeah. which will live in infamy. <laughs> but but yeah, this a was
2: a first. Up
0: to no good. Like literally. Yeah. What? What? I don't know what she was thinking. I don't it was know. bad. I mean, she's, I'm glad she... she's over there sleeping like an angel. She yeah. doesn't even know we're talking about she's this. Very cute. <sighs> Adi.
2: I'm sorry that happened.
0: The reason that this was an up to no good segment
2: uh-huh.
0: is because for the first time ever, you will be presenting the gross story time. <laughs> All right. So set the scene.
2: Okay. it's says about my train experience. Yes. Okay. Oh no, I didn't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> this happened, um, how did this happen? Two days ago. Oh, obviously, I covered a shift. I was like, yeah. I wasn't at work that night. Tuesday. Um, Three yeah. days ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't like it. I okay. I worked a shift at the bar, and um, I thought maybe I'd save some money by taking the train home instead of <laughs> getting a car home, <laughs> which I regret now. Um, I got to the train station, and in that particular station, there's a, a waiting area, like a you know a mezzanine before you go downstairs to the platform and there's a bench there. So I decided to send the bench, um, because I had a few minutes and I want to be close to the, well, it's not a token booth anymore. To the N- booth with a person in it. Yeah. yeah. The, the- because usually at that station, there's at least one person who seemed a little crazy at any given time on the actual platform. So I don't like going down the platform first. Um, I was just sitting there. I didn't have any reason. I thought to be concerned. Someone sat down on the other end of the bench. They seemed fine. Um, and then I was just I was scrolling through my phone, <laughs> and then I started to feel like like something wasn't quite right with my hair. And I put my hand through my hair, and I was like trying. I was like, "Oh, maybe my head's just like a little itchy or something." And then I was like, "Oh, it's fine." And I was scrolling some more. And then instead of that feeling, I could just tell that my hair was moving. then <laughs> I start quietly getting very very nervous and i was like my hair is moving and i put started putting my my hand in my hair base i could tell it was moving i was like why is it moving i was like i was like put it, then i started putting both my hands through my hair trying to get through all the strands and be like what's going on here what's going on here and there was absolutely a roach in my hair <laughs> <laughs> And I started like internally freaking out, (laughs) but there was this guy who was sitting just a few seats away from me and I didn't want to look like a crazy person. (laughs) With roach in your hair, (laughs) So I was like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And um, I like kind of figured out where it could be and I just grabbed, grabbed the area of my hair and I just like pressed on it and like held it like my kind of fist together.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was freaking out.
2: Squished it. Um, pulled it out in one quick movement, dropped it. And I immediately looked at the floor and I was looking at this, like at, at this roach that was like turned over, like, what, what, you know,
0: what which kind of roach was it? Like the big palmetto bug or was it like a smaller one?
2: It was a smaller, just like brown, just gross reddish roach. brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was terrible. And then I was looking at it and once again, I didn't want the person down the seat, to think I was crazy, so I was staring at it and then going like going with my hands through my hair again because I was freaking out that there would like, be pieces of the roach left in my <laughs> hair. <laughs> it was awful.
0: And then you came home and you took a, a long I shower. came home
2: and I had the best, like, that's the best like shampoo and conditioning that i've ever done ever i did find one more piece of the insect in my hair which was disgusting
0: and you did you find the eggs yet or are they gonna hatch at a later date i
2: haven't found them yet (laughs) but oh my god that was so gross i the next day um anytime i felt like a breeze i was like i was like free i thought that there was something on me and
0: so gross
1: (laughs) it was so bad
0: I'm gonna tell people that we took a very minor break there and I discovered that I did in fact bite through part of my tongue yeah and it's like a big gash and I sanitized it with some Jameson that we had on hand but it's, just it just—it seemed it, painful it, it hurt a lot so um, I don't know what... Yeah, If you're going to eat those Trader Joe's <laughs> vegan snack rinds, don't bite too hard onto your own tongue. Yeah. Um, so this is the, uh, the stories about working in the bar segment, which I am not currently working in the bar, but I did cover... I had to go let in the guy to clean the beer lines the other day, yeah, which was fine. You're still covering. Yeah, it was good. Um, but I have a story that happened about two weeks ago that I just remembered, which is a guy came up to the bar when I was covering... And he said, covering the bartender so he could smoke or something, I don't remember, use the bathroom. And he said, hey, y'all got flavored margaritas? And I was like, "Um, uh, yeah. it depends. He was like, can you make a lime-flavored margarita? And I was like, absolutely, that's the one flavored margarita we Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a mar- like, I don't know what these other margaritas they're making are, but I assume they add, it has to be like tequila- I don't know. I I I don't know what they are because this is like these are like Queens bars coming up with these weird like the Incredible Hulk and the whatever that blue Long Island is and all these stupid drinks that they're Hennessy uh, uh, Hennessy mojitos and just garbage up there. But anyway, margarita is just lime juice, yeah, tequila. That was the perfect order. So that's exactly we can totally make that guy. Um, I also wanted to give one note to bar owners, or future prospective bar owners, or anybody running a bar, which is when we were in Philadelphia, one of the bathrooms at the karaoke place that we were at had a deadbolt on the inside of the door. This is oh, a no. terrible idea. Oh, Do not install deadbolts no. in your bathrooms. You can put them in the like stalls where you can reach over and undo it if yeah, you have to. Yeah. Don't put a deadbolt in your bathroom. I personally have good reason for saying this, which is that there was a time yeah. that a lady an old lady snuck into the bar when I wasn't looking into the bathroom and then literally like took it over. She was like ready to live in there forever. Yeah. And so like after about oh, I an hour about we that. had two bathrooms at that place. So like after an hour somebody pointed out that they, one of the bathrooms was being occupied constantly. So yeah, bad. Don't, it's put, not a a good idea. Don't yeah. put a deadbolt. Don't put a deadbolt yeah. in your in your bathroom. Um Adi? Yes. I have uh, some interesting food topics that we should talk about. (laughs) One of our first stops when we were in Philadelphia was that we had to take some cash out. And so we went to 7-Eleven, and I was taking cash out. And while I was getting cash out, there was a guy making a ramen... Because they have, you know, 7-Eleven, they have the hot water for making ramen and that kind of stuff. Yeah. They had a flavor. First of all, they had a flavor I had never seen before, which is Tapatio mm. flavored. So it's just mm. hot sauce flavored ramen, I guess.
2: I guess so. Um,
0: yeah. So he was making a Tapatio flavored bowl that you just add the hot water to. However, this guy is apparently some kind of cooking genius <laughs> because it's either amazing or disgusting. Which is it? He had put a bunch of the puff Cheetos on the top of his ramen bowl. <laughs> as he was Amazing. making it so I, I don't know this is like one step above prison food i guess you know like where they make their own stuff uh, i
2: mean i think we might have don't to the, don't try some just, version of this i think the
0: cheetos would just like disintegrate in there
2: well maybe maybe you try and like catch them before that happens like maybe cereal that's like
0: I how get... cereal gets soggy after yeah work. there's an acceptable range because you don't want to eat it when it's hard you need to let the milk yeah. sit on there just for a minute so I don't know. We can try. I know. It. That sounds like something we can do. Um, so that's topic number one. Uh, number two is I actually did some cooking, and it came out amazing, as far as I'm concerned. Which is, I was like, I'm gonna make some white bean stew with kale, which is something oh, I yeah. haven't even. I don't think I've ever even tried that before. Um, it's like a classic Italian dish: white bean stew with kale. Usually, they you use like sweet uh, Italian peppers, or sorry, sausages. Um I did not do that. I was able to find some organic nitrate-free andouille sausage, which is Cajun, spicy, smoky. So I got that uh sliced it all thin, cooked that all down, got all, you know, rendered out all the nice andouille fat. Sautéed a bunch of onions, a ton of garlic, some carrots. Sautéed that all down. And then I added some bell peppers, and then I added the beans, which was uh just canned beans. Um and I uh, took even two of the cans. I, I think I used like five cans total. Uh, but I took two of the cans and I put them through the blender so that it was like smushed bean consistency. Yeah. But then there were still whole beans. Two different kinds. Oh, three different kinds. I got white northern. I got some little white bean that I can't remember the name of. And I got the giant, those huge butter beans or whatever they're, cannellini, the giant ones. Um, just for a different texture. And uh, it came out really, really good. Like there's... I think one pound of sausage for almost a gallon, like three and a half quarts, which is not very much meat for something like this, but it's super savory very came out really well no added oils outside of what was in the andouille sausage so it's actually probably pretty low calorie oh and then at the end yeah you mince up a bunch of kale and toss that in and you cook it all down and you can put in so much i'm always impressed how much kale you can put into soup before you realize Ooh, there's yeah. kale in there because it just it literally like looks like a giant mound that you're putting in but it all cooks down into the soup so, that's
1: kind of funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it
0: came out i can't believe how good it tastes it came out really really good
2: it's so good. Um
0: so we have to finish that up still. Um,
2: it's tasty, yeah. Yeah, it
0: came, it came out really good. Oh, and then what I did is, which to take it to the next level, what I did is I got some rye bread, Polish rye bread, which is really thick mm-hmm. sliced, and I toasted some of that in just a little bit of butter, toast it both sides, and then you put that on the bottom of the, the bowl and spoon the beans over the top, and it, it's, that's really good. So I highly recommend it's
2: tasty. Trying um, it. Do you have any other few topics? No. Why do you? Are we? No, I'm just wondering. Are you talking about? coney island anymore
0: oh uh no that's a different segment okay that's uh we'll we'll get to that don't worry we're all right (laughs) adi yes let's talk about uh well actually it's kind of not talking about it but let's talk about some junk
1: (laughs) Um,
0: this is not a, an I found junk segment. This is an, I am turning into a junk retailer. Wow. I'm going to be selling junk. (laughs) I'm having a yard sale on Sunday. I was going to do it on tomorrow on Saturday, but it's supposed to rain all day. Sunday should be clear and cooler. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to sell all of this stuff that is currently piled around in. And actually, I'm going to give away a lot of it too. Like the sewing machine, I could probably just give away. It's kind of a pain in the butt. It, It doesn't really... The stitching correctly.
2: I think I have a friend who might want a sewing machine.
0: Uh, it's not, again, I wouldn't necessarily say that this is a functional sewing machine. Oh. But we just have a lot of like furniture that we should get rid of. Yeah. Um, like this this white reproduction of a cantilever chair that I took a lot of effort to clean up. We could probably, it looks get great. Yeah, I'll probably it just sell, I'll very try and sell squeaky. it for, like, you know, 20 bucks. It is very squeaky. Yeah, you're it's right.
2: very loud. Otherwise, uh, it'd be a fantastic chair. It's very comfortable.
0: And then as time goes by, we need to also get rid of like all of the IKEA stuff that we've picked up over the years. Yeah. So I don't know. I like them. I, they just, you know, whatever. You don't like that one desk thing in particular. I don't
2: really like those either.
0: Okay, fine. I well, respect them. Well, they don't like you either.
2: I have, <laughs> well, but like
0: I have multiple I turntables them. to get rid of. We have... Lots of chairs, lots of lights, like We're we're trying to move away
2: from the maximalist. We're (laughs) we're going
0: minimalist. We're going to take the shower doors off. That's the next step. (laughs) Adi. Yes. Let's talk about what you want to talk about.
1: This is
0: actually not what you want to talk about it's what i want you okay. to talk about and what do you very, want to talk very about? Short. you had some kids ask you where the nearest place to get pizza was
2: this isn't even a story
0: <laughs> i just want yeah, okay. to just tell it so that we have it uh, i was
2: on okay i was on uh bedford in like north 10th mm-hmm. no 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 drinks in north 10th and um and ninth actually yeah and a couple of, like junior high looking kids um, stopped and asked, asked me if I knew if there was a pizzeria nearby. And I was like, yeah, well, if you want something weird, you go up to Bedford, go to Vinny's. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but if I had a feeling. I was like, you guys want a, like regular pizza. I'm like, if you just go over to Seventh, that's uh, two boots. And like this one kid with a skateboard, he looked shocked. He was like, two boobs? Two <laughs> boobs or... Boots and I was like, I'm cracking up. I was like two boots. <laughs> two. And that's pizza. it. <sighs> he and it. then he he lo- also looked very relieved when I was like, "That is not the name of the pizzeria."
0: Good job. Adi. <laughs> yes, I have a recommendation that is quite a long story. So our landlord for about a month was saying that he thought there were rats living under the back patio, which is Um, a wooden deck. Yeah. And uh, he thought there, he found some like little tunneling areas and he thought there were rats running around in the backyard, which again, we had foliage up to like our, my chest height. There was like green, just weeds out there growing that tall. And I was like, maybe if you're worried about that, trim those back. away from the wooden deck thing that you think the rats are living under. So he called, of course, his way of solving the problem is to put down a bunch of poison. So he had the exterminator come and chuck a whole bunch of poison all under the back patio porch. And two weeks later, I was sitting in the kitchen. I was making that stew, the the bean stew. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I had the window open because it was a cooler day. And Mookie was sitting in the window like she always does, looking out. And all of a sudden I looked over and she looked like she was like, Simultaneously very intrigued, but also not wanting to get too close to the window. Like,
2: Oh no, Mookie. Like she was
0: staring intently, but she didn't want to get too close to whatever was outside of the window. Yeah. I assumed it was the gray cat that comes and gets food sometimes. So I looked out there. It was not the gray cat. It was a an opossum. And it was dying, like really dying badly. Aww. It was covered in flies. It couldn't lift its head up very easily. And it was like panting. And it was just moving very slowly. It was kind of right outside of our window. So I don't know what it was doing over there. So I went upstairs and I told the landlord and landlady, I said, there's an opossum dying up back. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So he immediately ran out there and started taking photos of it and sending them to the exterminator <laughs> company. Um, I was basically like, I hope they kill it and throw it away because it's obviously dying. Dude, it's poor suffering. thing." Yeah, yeah, it's suffering. So his solution was to get a shovel. And I was like, oh, good. He's going to, you know, whack it in the head and put it out of its misery. Yeah. No, he used the shovel to scoop it into a garbage bag, which he then tied up and then put inside of another garbage bag oh. and tied that up. So there was just a dying opossum in the garbage out front. Oh. And I had to walk by and see the bag that it was in. And I was very depressed because I love so opossums. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love opossums. And here's the recommendation. Don't kill opossums, especially if you think you have a rat problem. Don't kill opossums. I did a little research. I knew some of what opossums do. So opossums are sca- like scavengers, but they also eat other pests. So they eat ticks, especially ones that were created on Plum Island. They eat ticks. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, they run around and they will eat any kind of other vermin, including rats. And they particularly eat the babies of rats. So don't. if you think you have a rat po- problem, don't kill the opossum so yeah. very sad it was very depressing because i like opossums a lot because they are like i said very good they apparently they're resistant to rabies um and they just generally eat things that we find as pests so
2: yeah they're just good to have even around.
0: though they're they're kind of weird looking they are weird they look looking. like little little dinosaurs or something i don't know their hair is really wiry looking but yeah just don't kill opossums they're cute we're
1: thinking I of think you
0: opossum cute. yeah a little opossum-y Howdy. yes i don't even know where we are anymore (laughs) (laughs) adi yes i have a follow-up to something that we covered previously so after our visit to the dentist i claimed that you are a garbage mouth Oh yeah. And then Izzy called in to refute it saying that you are not the garbage mouth. I am in fact the garbage mouth because I'm yeah. getting pimples from my own breath. This week <laughs> we have medical confirmation that you are in fact the garbage mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so what, yeah. what what you had tonsil stone? What was yeah,
2: it? I have I had two tonsil stones. Yeah. Um yeah. It's I mean they look gross. That's gross. Yeah. And you can just like knock them off to, how do they yeah. grow
0: what like what causes them? if there's
2: some like like anything that gets built up around the tonsils like like mine are like kind of weirdly shaped
0: <laughs> I, I look I, I I, in your I, mouth look i have and it, i have not chosen gross.
2: to discuss this <laughs> <laughs> um yeah mine are a little oddly shaped so i mean i feel like Stuff can kind of just hang out around You're them, which is to... disgusting. Is it like popcorn um,
0: seeds that get in there and then they build I, up a stone or something?
2: I don't know what was... We did go to the... the movies. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm i sure it's over time. I don't know. Um,
0: so if you know anything about tonsil stones, please give us a
2: comment. No, we did. I don't need to know anymore. <laughs> I already know about them. Um, I got to look. I'm pretty sure I knocked one off already. Gross. I've done this before. I <laughs> I told you about having done that before, but... um. Yeah, and now we're talking about it.
0: <laughs> I have another follow up. Okay. We talked previously about the sausage. There is a sausage over by the grocery store that oh my is gosh, on the top sausage of, again. Yeah. Of a, an electrical box over there. I went by earlier this week. The sausage is still there. And my question is so, I, when we were doing the movie shoot, I put my pastry down for like not even five minutes. Yeah. And I came back and it was just swarming with ants. How did no ants find this sausage? How have no ants found this sausage still? It's still there. <laughs> I, I, it's do you need to knock it
2: to the ground?
0: Maybe I should just pick up an ant and put it on it. It'll find its way back to the nest, do you think?
2: I don't... I so don't rather care. than just knock it to the ground, you're going to find an ant. Yeah. Bring it over.
0: I'm not doing their work for them. But... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, sausage updates. Until this sausage yeah. disappears, I have a we, feeling... I
2: mean, we also have a, like, did, did we ever talk about the gross plastic bag? I think you did, right? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's that was an supposed update. to be... Yeah, 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 So,
0: like the sausage, <laughs> something that we yeah. keep seeing that's gross. <laughs> There's a turtle pond that has koi and tur- a whole bunch, of, like, seven turtles in it. Somebody has it in their front yard. So we like walking by there and looking at it. Yeah, I think we did talk pretty. about it before. It's
1: very pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty, very
0: calming, and the turtles like hanging out. Well, I mentioned that there was a A grocery bag tied over someone's seat to keep the seat from getting wet. Few doors down. But it had rained since they put that on, and the water was trapped inside of the plastic bag. (laughs) That was like three months ago.
2: Yeah. And that bike has not
0: moved. And we walked by today, and that bag is still full of gross (laughs) rainwater. That's like yellow underneath the seat. So that's another gross (laughs) thing. Yeah, we can can do gross update. Gross update time. Adi. Yes. I have a thought that doesn't fit anywhere else that you've been reminding me about. So, an amazing thing happened while we were at Coney Island. Incredible, one might say. Yeah. So Maybe. we were at Nathan's because I like taking you to Nathan's to get you the fried clam strips, which you like. And these ones were actually very good this year. Um, so we were at Nathan's in line. For some reason, the line was ridiculously long. And there were only two cashiers that were kind of being cashiers, which I didn't understand their, their process there. Because they were they would take an order and then they would go make the order. And then come back every once in a while and help somebody else. But it was like, what what is going on here? Like... Yeah. Even if you're short-staffed, this is no way to run. You just put the order in and somebody else takes care of the order. And then you have a third person calling out the orders. It, it, it made no sense to me what yeah. was going on. So we were in line for, I'm not, I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think it was forty forty-five 45 minutes, right?
2: Maybe. Yeah.
0: So I'm waiting in line. I'm almost at the front of the line finally.
2: Everyone's pe- stupid, including us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. The people behind me were like, man, I'm going to order even more food than I was going to when I started because now I'm starving. It's been oh. 45 minutes. Um, I looked over the entire menu like 10 times because I'm stuck there staring at this. Um, so I'm almost at the front of the line and a woman shortcuts the line, go walks straight up to the cashier who happens to be at the cash register. And I hear the entire transaction. She walks up to the woman working the cash register and says, can my boys see a foot long hot dog? And the cashier says, oh yeah, we have a photo right there on the wall. And they do. They have a photo of the footlong and the three different ways you can get it, like a chili dog, regular dog, and then just with ketchup and mustard, like regular with relish and whatever, and then just ketchup and mustard. And she points to that and says, you can see the footlong right there. And the woman who has two small children, two boys, maybe four and five, somewhere around that age, she says, no, no, no. They want to see the footlong without the bun, (laughs) which I'm not even sure what... (laughs) <laughs> what kind of request that is. Uh, yeah. The cashier is very confused visibly by this request <laughs> and says, well, "Why don't go wait down over on the side where the hot dogs are because it's like a lo- very long lunch counter and they do different things in different parts. Yeah. She says, go wait down there. I'll see if somebody can show you a foot long. So the lady takes her kids down to the other end and they they're waiting there by where the hot dogs are. And after about Um, I would say two minutes, three minutes. The woman is starting to get visibly upset and acting like Nathan's hot dog staff is wasting her time by having her wait to see this footlong, which I think is incredible. (laughs) Finally, the girl goes over and gets one of the line cook guys to grab one of the footlongs with his tongs and he holds it up in the air so the kids can see it. (laughs) And the kids visibly start smiling and one of the two is like clapping <laughs> while he like, sees so the, funny. the footlong. Yeah. And the, the mom is like, look, you can see it. It's right there, the footlong.
1: And then they leave. <laughs>
0: the kids and the mom leave. That is the end of their transaction with Nathan's. They went to Nathan's just to ask to see a footlong and not buy anything. If they had just like, there's a separate line for just hot dogs. Yeah. They could have just bought a, a footlong and seen it and had it. And it's like, I don't know, three bucks, maybe four bucks. Yeah. I don't know. So I I thought that was a very strange... It's
2: weird. I'm glad the kids were excited, but it's still still like, wait, what? Yeah,
0: and again, the the part that gets me is that she thought that they were wasting her time.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Adi. Yes.
0: I want to know something. (laughs) I want to know... What's with these guys that walk around with their girls, girlfriend, on a date, I don't know, with girls, and while they're walking, they hold the woman by the back of the neck with their hand in like a Vulcan pinch?
2: Oh, I don't know. What is that? It's very awkward for that? me to see. To
0: walk around holding somebody by the back of the neck? Yeah. It's I, menacing. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's menacing. <laughs> it's really... Don't do that. If you walk around with somebody, don't touch them there like that. That's it's, weird
2: yeah i don't i don't know when i see that it, it seems very bizarre to me yeah i, 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 if I, I can't knows, explain it yeah if anybody knows
0: why you would do that please give us a call because yeah, i have call no, us. I, literally zero idea why you would hold somebody and i try and do it to you as a joke when i see yeah, people doing it's it it's
2: uncomfortable every time even yeah. though it's just a joke yeah i can't yeah, yeah, like yeah. i can't let it even more than a second i'm just like oh <laughs> it's weird adi yes
0: everybody's stupid including me When I was a kid, I used to have G.I. Joes and Transformers, and the G.I. Joes and Transformers would come with missiles, and the missiles are always, like, very distinctly shaped. They are kind of pointy, but they always have fins that run the length of the missile. Like, you know how, like, an airplane has
1: the,
2: the,
0: at the back, the tail? Yeah. They look kind of like that, but it runs the entire length of the missile. And I always thought it was stupid. I was like, these don't look like real missiles. This is really dumb. I don't know why they think, you know, this doesn't look anything like a missile. I don't like this. Well, I was watching Six Million Dollar Man the other day. Okay. And they had him running across an Air Force base. And the Jets had that exact shape of missile in the (laughs) 1970s, apparently.
2: Shows you. Yeah,
0: shows me, (laughs) dumb kid. They must have changed sometime. Like, the Jets in in, uh, The Six Million Dollar Man in the early Uh 70s look drastically different than... The jets that they started using in the 80s okay so the missiles also the technology had changed enough too so wow i'm I'm stupid apparently yeah they they just the the (laughs) toys were obviously made in at some point in the 70s and then brought to america or you know what i mean so how are you supposed to know they do look like missiles i just didn't know that those kind of missiles existed (laughs) howdy
2: that's funny yeah
0: what are are we looking forward to
2: Beach trip with my sister this weekend. That sounds great. It'll be nice. Yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to my yard sale on Sunday where I'm trying to explain to potential buyers why my Shrek on Xbox is worth
2: $700. I can't, I, I highly doubt you're prepared yet. For
0: <laughs> and I also, any, if anybody mentions anything COVID related during my yard sale, they're going to yeah. get an earful about Jock James. Oh, so. yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: so I'm looking forward to that. Adi. Yes, I think we can get out of here. What do you think? All right. Yeah. (laughs) People should, of course, call their mothers.